need to see Richard on freaking Times Square or Studio Studio City out and about with a paparazzi. I need to see you him. You need him like holding a newspaper I, and I don't with a date on and it. And I don't want a hologram of him either. I want to see him in person. I want to see TMZ following him in with his little short shorts and his curly, beautiful hair, his luscious curls. So episode six, we've done six weeks so far, which is very, You know, I feel like that should me. be an accomplishment in ourselves. That is because I'm surprised that we are consistently doing six weeks, even with all the bullshit of trying to figure out what service to use to record our podcast as we overcame it. So we're here. would have made we're it. We're doing really it. Of us. We're doing it. So I'm ready. So you are doing all the random questions today, right? I am Just doing. Here. I'm doing all the happenings okay. today. Um, okay, so, I'm ready. Okay. We're going we're gonna to start with the story because I think stories, gosh, they really- they just hit sometimes. All right. So this story okay. I definitely found in Reddit. <laughs> oh, God, I love Reddit. You know, there's I some treasure Reddit. there. There's a lot of treasure okay. in there. Okay. So um, what I want to do is I kind of just want to get your your thoughts and your opinion on this because I feel like you and I are drastically different when it comes to this, like drastically. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay, what is it? <laughs> so nervous. Um, this guy says, how do guys date in the U.S.? Uh, okay. Okay. okay, so hi, I'm 25 years old. moved here from Italy. Uh, moved here from Italy to the U.S. Okay. to work. I really don't get um, some of the things here in the U.S. I'm dating this girl, which now I don't know if I want to date anymore. After almost three months of dating, she told me she wanted to be exclusive. I didn't understand what she meant. She said people in the U.S. usually go. Oh wait. Did I mess that up? Yes, I did. Okay. She said, after almost three months of dating, she told me she wanted to be exclusive. I didn't understand what she meant because she said people in the U.S. usually at some point go exclusive and don't see other people. It caught me by surprise because in Italy, when you normally start dating someone, you don't date other people while you're dating that one person. So if you want to see other people, she said you should explicitly say that. So in turn, I found out she was casually dating two other people while she was dating me. She said it wasn't a big deal because that's how it works here. I don't know how I feel about okay. this. Okay, so, okay, so I get two <laughs> angles of it. Personally, I think if I'm, I like to just date one person at a time. I don't like to like multiply it, but I do have a roster. I do have a roster. I, I do, but I rather just, if I really like someone, the top person on my like roster list, like that's the person I really want to date. Everyone is just like backfillers. Until the one person makes it be like, hey, you're my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to be your girlfriend from the get-go anyway, sir. Like, why are we playing these games? Like, like just tell me. But honestly, <laughs> I get the guy. He, If you're starting dating someone, like, it's kind of, like, exclusive. Like, remember in high school when you, like, you date someone? Like, it was like this. Oh, so-and-so likes you. So-and-so likes you. You you hang out maybe once or twice at the Olive Garden. If you're from Tracy, California, Olive Garden was Olive Garden was a spot. At the Olive girl. Garden, it was, it was high. Olive Garden was the spot. Okay, a in high school, Olive Garden spot. was de- definitely the spot. Yes. That was like the fancy. Yes. Spot. I mean, I think like, I went there like for the senior prom. I ain't like, gonna it was like, for instance, like Heather, you tell me, oh, so you know, so and so likes you. You're like, oh, I like so and so, and then all of a sudden, you guys are a couple within like a week or two later. That's how it was. There was no casually dating other people or talking to other people. So I get where he's coming from, personally. I rather, well, Heather knows this personally. If I'm talking to you, 
if you if I'm talking <laughs> what to do you, I know talk to me oh, you see me you see him like that's that's it like I'd rather just be like oh I like him he likes me that's it there's no like are we exclusive does he like me I hate that bullshit of like waiting to see if he likes me like just be like hey you're mine that's it like we good we're gully like we're good but it's sad in America like in the U.S. we're like if you have that exclusive talk it's exhausting it's exhausting well I mean I think like Okay, I've always been so bad at this part of my life. I've never, ever Dating been sucks. a good That's why dater. it really fucking sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I've never been a really good dater. Um, I am the same way. Like, I, I always told you, Chance, I was like, sometimes I feel like my person is not in this country because I operate off the same thing. I'm like, if I'm choosing to date yes. you, I'm only dating you. I don't have like five other people. First of all, that's called work. I don't have okay. That's called work. And I I mean, like, I don't got the energy. I I barely have enough time for myself. So if I'm spending time with you, it's just you. Like, I mean, okay, but here's my thing. It's like I understand the whole like, well, first dates and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, here's my thing though. Like, I am not someone who can casually date. Like at all or like multiple people like it's one of those things it's like before you even go out on a date though I am the person like you will probably spend most of the time texting or calling me or like me being able to get you yes like get to know you as a person I have no interest in actually like spending you know an hour or a meal or whatever with you if like I already know we don't really vibe or it's like even if I meet you out at a restaurant or a bar or something like that at least it's that first interaction where I'm like oh okay there's like maybe something here there's chemistry there's a vibe cool I'll entertain it but I guarantee you like I'm not freaking double booking on days I'm not dating one person on a Saturday and another person on Saturday I ain't got honestly as I've gotten older you know like you know Heather knew me in my in my heyday and I was just like in the streets like I had like I've talked to multiple people but always like that one person who's like your number one and as I've gotten older it's always the one person you want you're just like this oh he can't talk to anyone else like that's it like that's it like we're together but you know it's a lot I get what he's saying because honestly I would love to, like a guy like hey we're together we've been hanging out for a few weeks now a couple months like that's that's I see you that's it you know who ends up doing that though sometimes like because I've had a few guys that have done that and they've done that before like I was ready to go really really like yes. full head first in and I was like okay oh, well they're already narcissists and like um yeah okay because remember i told you so, what my therapist said she said love bombing is not okay and i knew that wasn't okay but it's conditioned my mind but guys like oh my god blah blah this and that that means it's like a good like a good like star relationship that's crazy that's fucking crazy so yeah you know what i get both sides like i rather mm-hmm. date you for mm-hmm. a couple months and i like, just talk to you exclusively and then make that official like okay we're like it's like we're together this is official yes that's different we're in a relationship I, I think you have to get to know someone like I can't I'm not out here in these streets I have never been out here in the streets okay the only time I have ever played the field like that I was maybe a freshman or sophomore in high school so, and then I was over it um I mean I just don't it has n- I, zero interest I to will, me zero point zero interest like negative to figure out more about like just getting to know someone and then you're like okay three months this person makes sense to me let's make this official but like don't know this like super casual deal with hell people 
But like most of the people we here know. in the U.S. don't we operate like that. Know. So <laughs> we know, like we know. know. But no, honestly, I we know. His, I love his concerns because you know, like my aunt always told me, "Go to Italy, you'll find your husband there." And I was like, "This, I might have to at this point. I might have to." I mean, I'm, that's why I keep telling you. I don't think that my significant other is here in the States because dating is too it's fucking awful. complicated for no goddamn reason. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I do have to tell you, though, that, like, I read through some of the comments and it was, you know what? I feel like it's a collective consensus about how shitty dating so shitty. is here in the U.S. Um, so and it's like a collective... <laughs> it's a collective like i've had i've read so many things like i'm gonna read you something it says like yeah i've basically thrown in the towel i still go on an odd odd date here and there you know if it's worth the effort but that's it and i'm like how negative is that like mindset going no, i was like shouldn't dating, dating be fun like shouldn't you actually like that fun. but now it's you know a fucking chore dating once again because it's just not fun and i feel like social media knows when you like someone or talking to someone because if you notice when you're talking to someone and you're on instagram their story always pops up fucking first on the little thing have you noticed that if you like someone you're like you like oh my god i hate like, i hate social media like, i know for a fact you're like stop it okay like, i don't want to freaking know i don't like i peeped him once because i was interested and then i learned and then now not so much like i've noticed that anytime i'm like into someone i will see their story automatically on my ig stories i'm like this no one's trying to see that i'm trying to not look so cu- curious but i've noticed like this i've never seen that person in my life my ig stores a person like the person that supposed to click first i've never seen this person my thing but now all of a sudden instagram is like remember ho that person there it's the, listen, it's the fucking it, algorithms they, they okay. remember ho that person is there ideas, like they read your like your text message to your friends or something like they re- i don't know but but they were also saying like i mean i read through these comments and they're like that's how it works in japan too it's like when you date somebody you're dating somebody and like that's it and i'm like why 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 is america just trying to complicate the shit out of things i mean like it's a situation shit it's a fucking you know we dating without labels or oh we hung out a few times or oh we're hanging out i'm like oh lord why we gotta have so many damn freaking boxes in like categories why can't it just be simple it's never gonna be that simple in the words of lauren hill it all could be so simple but we don't want to okay so yeah i feel i feel both ways i feel like the girl totally has a right to ask like oh so we're exclusive you should have said something totally understand that but he's from a different place and like we know like they go straight for the love and you know you know what we're gonna figure this out 2024 is gonna be our year I, i'm over it i'm, I'm over it this like dating in the u.s is exhausting um, trash, okay like it really is and i hate to be like that it's it's horrible and who's this, it is so bad to this who I apologize for people who are. Why are you apologizing? Do you think dating is trash? Well, yes. <laughs> gutter. Like the gutter. gutter. Okay, but anyway, okay, next one. Next one. <laughs> okay. Anyways, next subject. We. I feel like I can drag people through yes. the mud forever I'll when it comes you. to dating, but I'll we're not. You. Okay, we're not gonna do that. Um. <laughs> so in in the threads this oh, week, our question of the week. Okay. So if you don't know, we ask um our threads. You know, all all sorts of questions throughout the week. It's pretty funny. But I asked this question this week. It's like, what is one thing that you do all the time that you wish that you could stop doing? Girl, why did somebody point? Why did one of the one of the people say like, stop chewing my toenails? Do what? 
girl stop chewing my toenails you heard me don't even wait what you know what i used to watch that show i think on tlc like my strange habit and honestly i wish i could say i'm shocked by that but i saw people doing things i'm a little gross i'm a i'm a do you see the face like, right I, now? i'm a little grossed I, out i just i don't know but you know what thank you for sharing because you are brave and i hope that i hope that you admitted it so you can stop it so i'm proud of you for stopping I'm proud that you admitted it. The first thing is admitting your issue and then working on reflection. So I'm very proud of you. And I hope you make that make that time come for yourself because goddamn, goddamn, like I like <laughs> I mean the the guts to admit it. Not though, I was to like that. a whole ass audience. Not, not I, I. Not, not I. I. That is not something I no. admit on the interwebs. Oh, God, I don't think no, so. God bless you. God, shout out to you. Okay, mm-hmm. next one. Give me some more. Give me some more. Mm-hmm. Okay, and next one. Uh, picking up after everybody in my house. That either sounds like a mother or sounds like somebody who's a clean freak. As someone who does love to clean, I get it though. It's like a problem. Like I have to clean after like people. Like I have to clean after other people. Like it's just like and I got that from my mom and my aunt and my grandma like it's a it's a it's a generational curse at this point but yes I get it I it's a generational like a generational I love to clean so yeah I yeah I don't know I can't I hope they do better but it's hard like it's hard it's hard I don't like a dirty place oh god no I will clean it myself yeah oh no we've already discussed this anyways okay immediately grabbing my phone when in line waiting for waiting for something or waiting at the elevator do you do that too instead of like I always like I do grab my phone but it's like sometimes I really admire the people who like look around and just like start having a casual conversation I do I don't it really depends. Like sometimes I will just pick up my phone automatically because I'm just like about to call someone, text someone back. But yeah, that's actually a good thing to try to fix. Like try to like be more in the moment per se. Right. And like yeah. instead of on your phone. Yeah. Okay. So this one. Oh God, what is it? Goes, What's one thing you do all the time that you wish you didn't do? Have depression. Shout out to you because I would love. <laughs> yes, girl, I love that. I love. I love whoever said that. Shout out to you because you said I'm gonna fix this, and I respect that. And I hope to goodness that you're getting any mental health that you need to help get out of depression. I would personally say stop overthinking. Everyone who knows me knows I am overthinker. I will overthink the crap out yeah, of Yeah, we both overthink. No, I, well, I feel like we, o- but we overthink about like the stupid shit. Things. The stupid <laughs> shit. Like it depends. Like certain things I'm like super calm with. I mean, I'm erratic. Like I'm erratic for that was Honestly, overthinking was like probably one of the top things on our threads. It was like yes. overthinking and procrastination. Yes. And overthinking for me, oh my God, if I can get that. It's a, I'm a work in progress, but yeah, I would love to stop. You know, uh, aren't we all, aren't we all, um, what is one thing that you do all the time that you wish you wouldn't saying YOLO every two seconds? What yellow? It's like, (laughs) yo, YOLO. Oh, YOLO, like you, oh, oh, I thought you said yellow. Okay. So, oh, YOLO. Okay. I get that. Like, you know, you only live once. In the words of champagne yolo every two seconds I, that's such a it's millennial and honestly <laughs> yolo was a time for me when the drake era and the motto came out yolo like just yolo it but yeah you know what we gotta stop um, saying that because this shit does last after you do that it. dates us okay yeah i'm a little i'm a little that, old that dates us but i love that i like that though. um that's cute. 
That's cute. The other one said being too nice. Oh, that's a good one. You gotta have boundaries with people. Like, don't be too boundaries. Nice. That's a whole ass yeah. thing. The other one is chewing gum while running. Oh, that's dangerous. What if you choke? Like, do you know? Did you did you ever hear about that story where that like they had a re- like a, a reusable straw yes, and they tripped yes, and it like yes. girl? Yes. No, I don't even. Mm-hmm. I get scared straws walking out. I don't even like. Oh, it's scary. But yeah, I why can't. did I just get a sharp like thing in the back of my? Because you can mm-hmm. see it. No. Like you can see. I, I trip mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like straight through the noggin. Yeah, no, thank you. I trip no, all the time. You. So I could that could happen to me. So no, I get it. But yeah, chewing gum mm-hmm. while running. Mm-hmm. That's da- you know what? That's dangerous. Mm-mm, mm-mm. okay this one said um apologizing too much oh i do that you do do that stop yes, that i do i do like i'm like sorry <laughs> like i'm sorry like it's like a it's like a weird thing i've done since i was a kid so yeah like i have to stop that so i agree like that's something we we all can work that is together. something that is something um this one said checking threads oh that's nothing wrong with that that's new it's that's new, it's new that's that's i feel like that's a habitual thing yeah it's a new but thing. also too we have someone who says giving back-to-back chances that's a boundaries oh thing. we all have to get over that we all have done that like we back-to-back all... chances no you can't give people no. chances like back-to-back-to-back no you can't you have to stop i it. mean i believe in second chances but come your third fourth fifth th- no they ain't no chances after second yeah there's certain chances <laughs> that changes differently yeah no thank you no thank you the other one says peeking out my front window to see what my neighbors do oh there's nothing wrong with that that's called being aware (laughs) that's called being aware of your surroundings okay like you need to know what's going on okay like i look at my you and tony i swear y'all are freaking you so nosy because i saw my neighbor across the way a couple months like a couple weeks ago he was on freaking like some day naps swapping, swapping back and forth and i know he got a girlfriend that she lives with him i know it and i was watching my no. window and i was like see see and i text my other neighbor I was like did you see so and so so yes it's better where your surroundings that's it that's yeah, it and that's see, all. it's the gutter that's the theme of this freaking whole happenings event so, the gutter i had Shit. A, i was watching i was like oh he on that day now swapping back and forth and i was like doesn't have a girlfriend and i was like mm, interesting and i watched again mm. and i was like so call me dateline i don't care i was watching i was curious mm-mm, mm-mm. okay um that's it for the threads okay. and for the happenings those are good ones those, are good um, ones. those were those were pretty funny um god dating Bruh. all right let me know what's happening in the after thoughts okay so if people do not understand you know i'm obsessed with podcasts if you guys haven't noticed and there's a podcast called what happened to richard simmons and yes richard simmons you know him and if you don't know him google him because you know. you, your parents know him you know him richard simmons is with like short shorts curly hair, curly hair. Go, girl. just super happy to like work out with you like he was really changing lives in like the 80s in the early 90s like he was changing lives for these people like it was a beautiful thing like he was getting these people to work out and feel good about themselves and if you ever watch um what's it called the night professor eddie murphy plays a version of richard simmons in the movie and also the production, the, the the production quality was great. You would have thought that was Richard, okay? It was beautiful. But Richard Simmons has been gone missing. I haven't seen this this man. He's been gone for a long time, actually. When's the last time you seen Richard? I haven't seen him. So this is a podcast a couple years ago. I think it was in 2017 that I listened to. And it's like, what happened to Richard Simmons? So I was telling Heather about it because my best friend, Crystal, told me to listen to it years ago. So I listened to it and I was like, oh, Richard's dead. 
Richard's dead. Richard is dead. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but Richard. That's your theory. Oh, That's he, your theory he is that Richard be. is dead. He has to be. So then I saw his, I was on TMZ last week saying, Richard's 75th birthday. Like this. Well, have we seen Richard? Has anyone seen him? So I made Heather listen to it and I have, I need to hear your thoughts because in my eyes, Richard's dead. I hate to say it. I hate to be rude. I mean, <laughs> I hate to be rude. I hope to God that he is alive. But the way that podcast is like this, where the fuck is Richard? I mean, he's dead. The the podcast okay, but like the podcast is really like it's good. It's pretty good. Like it, it like it definitely leads you on the journey of like these this one person who is close to Richard. Like okay, here here's the prefaces. It's like Richard didn't just like I mean like he just up and disappeared out out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Like he has a studio here in Los yes. Angeles that he owns and has been going to and teaching classes for the last 20 years. Yes. This fool just straight up doesn't show up one day. Like where? does not show like, up out the blue. Nobody knows, right? And Rich was everywhere. And the thing is, is like, he was everywhere back in the day. And he was every but it's like here's the thing is like he was so consistent with everybody. Like he freaking had friends he talked to every single day. He reached out to people to try and help them. He had you know, usuals that go to his class yes. for like 15 years. Okay. 15 years. Thank you. Like his life was very much routine base yes and like if you know anybody who's on a routine like i mean if you up and like disappear we're like what the hell happened did you get in a car accident are you sick? Like, like let me figure you, out are you are you sick did something happen like it is out of the blue that richard disappears and it throws everyone for the biggest loop but here's the thing it's like he disappears but he doesn't answer calls or text Thank messages you. or emails or anything. Like Thank he like straight up falls off the face of the earth to everyone, including like people that he's like the closest to, Thank like you. people he's known for 15 to 20 years. And I was like, yo, Thank I mean, you. I'm not even into podcasts like you are into podcasts, but I'm like, this is fishy. No, we got some shit happening. I remember listening to it at work. My best friend, Crystal, like I said, she loves podcasts. So she sent me this one. And she wrote like this. I was like, Richard, like, what is he actually? I listened to the whole thing. I'm convinced it's a, it's a lot of moving parts. I'm just saying someone needs to do like a real wellness check. i haven't i haven't i haven't listened well the police did do a wellness check they're not doing remember we're not doing the correct one we're i mean they did one. a wellness check and like literally they were like oh he's fine no unless like, i see he, richard, it was just fine i need to see richard on freaking Times square or studio studio city out and about with the paparazzi I need to see you him. You need him like holding a newspaper I, and I don't with a date on and it. And I don't want a hologram of him either. I want to see him in person. I want to see TMZ follow him in with his little short shorts and his curly, beautiful hair, his luscious curls, walking. And I want to see, and, and don't be like, oh, it's it's just a, a character of him. No, I need to see him because I'm convinced the maid did it. Okay. And I said, I, I know, I know. Okay. So like I told Chauncey, I was like, I've only, I'm only like two episodes in. Great. Um, so don't ruin it. I am right at the point where they're starting to suspect the freaking maid because this maid, be, this maid is popping out wearing Chanel. She got a brand I'm new Bentley. Like I just need and I said the what? And they said like a maid. Yes, it's a living maid. Yes, too. I'm just saying like I know she fiercely loyal to Richard. Yes, and I don't. I honestly they said that he had surgeries and also 
I'm sorry. I've had well, many knee surgeries. Surgery, I've had but many I mean, surgeries. Like... People who know me, they know I've had many surgeries. I'm out and I you still see me in the streets. Like I need an update. When they said happy 75th birthday to Richard on TMZ like last week, I was like this. Richard's dead. Like I hate to be I hate Richard's to be I hate to be rude. You. I hate to be rude. I loved him growing up. I used to like watch him with like my aunt used to do his little routines. Like Richard was in the, he was a power force. Like he was really changing lives. Even the Kardashians episode back when they were on E seasons ago, years ago, Chloe and then went to go see Richard Simmons Studios and he was on the show looking glorious. I mean, they said that it was like his, maybe he went into a deep depression because he had like, what, 12 different Dalmatians over his lifetime and, and like, he, or eight different Dalmatians or whatever. And then like his last Dalmatian died like a week or like a few days before he like just up and disappeared off the face of the earth. But like no correspondence at all, like not even to your best friend Where that he is, has like, oh. Where's Diane Sore with the interview? Where's Robin Roberts at? I want to know. I want to know. Because here's my thing is like the police went and did a wellness check and like everybody hinges their whole like, okay, well, I guess he's fine. He just doesn't want to be a public eye anymore. The cops got paid off by the maid. Okay. I'm convinced because I'm telling you, where's Oprah down with that sit down interview with Richard? Where has after the after that? What if he had a stroke? What if he had a stroke and he just like can't? can't do things and that's, that's okay. my theory and i think be. my theory is that he had a stroke and that could be it. and that's really sad but after this podcast came out in 2017 we should all do a deep dive and say where is the where is he though like where is the research like it was you know what i love richard it's a lot of i'm gonna keep click i'm gonna keep close eyes on this for the past six years i've been doing this and i'm gonna stay consistent because i'm concerned with my child he's been gone since like what 2014 or something like that or 15 or something like i mean it's been like 10 years like he he done i mean his studio is like still going and stuff like that but like i mean i'll put it this way too and you know what there's like some heck of fishy stuff too because here's the thing is like the two people that are hosting this mm-hmm. podcast, or it's one person who hosts it, yeah. but like he has a his partner or whatever. Yeah. And they go to Richard Simmons' house. And this person has been to that house several times yes. on several different occasions. Yes. Like um, they were they were friends and all of that kind of stuff. So that's why this person is just like, What the fuck happened to my friend? It's concerning. Um, and so they it's concerning. Like, Chauncey, yeah. if you straight disappeared up off the face of this earth, I'd be calling Patricia. Yes. I'd be calling freaking Quincy. Everyone. I'd be calling all the people that we have in common. Yes. And if nobody freaking knows, uh, I'm calling the police. Yes. I'm flying. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, I am tracking you down. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm concerned. Like, I just, I get the podcast. Like, it's a great podcast. It's very interesting. It's very detailed. But it's also making you think, what the fuck did happen? Like, well, I'm- because here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. It's like, this guy who's a host shows up to Richard's house, right? And he goes, oh, okay, like, I'm just going to park out here. Him and his partner, they're like, we're just going to go buzz in because, you know, there's like, I mean, it's Richard Simmons. It's like there's several gates. There's like two gates or whatever to get into his house or whatever. Just living his best life. You know, in in your theory, if he's even living. Um, And so this guy walks up and he goes to like find a call box or something. There's not even a call box. There's no button. There's no way to get in at all. See? Unless, like, you are, like, your presence is known prior. Yes. Like, what? Things have changed. You can't can't even, like, what if you got mail? Things have changed. Okay? What what about them Amazon packages? Who is paying his credit cards? 
Like I have a lot of who's paying his I want to know. I want to know who 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 the hell this maid is and why she wearing Chanel all the time. I respect the stuff this maid. She's wearing her best couture over his money. Like I, I hope to God that they find him and I hope he's very alive and well. I pray that he is because he gave pleasure and to people in the world, but I'm convinced he's nowhere to be seen. I'm sorry. Like you think he's dead. I think he had a stroke and is like incapacitated, but TBD, I still have to finish the rest of this podcast. I'm going to try and do two episodes a week. So wait, as I figure out, I mean, this could, this could turn dark. This can turn a different way. Chauncey's already listened to it. So she's not allowed to say shit. I can't say anything. It's so hard, but like, it's good. But okay. So talking about, you know, people in the media, so we all know there's a there's a writer strike and now there's an actor mm. strike. And for people to understand this, like this is very serious because not because like, oh yeah, as consumers of TV and film, a lot of shows that we that we love are not gonna be filmed. Like for instance, mm. I read that Euphoria won't be filmed until like it probably won't be coming out until 2026 when it's supposed to already be 2024. So that's a while. But the the biggest issue that I've learned from the writers and after strike is that these residual checks and this health insurance and all this stuff that you think that these actors are just asking for more money is not the truth like it's bigger than that just because you think like these like julia roberts and brad pitt characters like they're they're asking for more money it's like that is not the norm in hollywood no there's people like um this actress that was on orange is a new black she showed her checks did you see yes. that? I saw that too. And I'm like, $26? And she was like a main character. I remember watching her. So like, and then like the writer strike. like the How writer- the hell she got okay to make like $1,500 mm-hmm. like per episode is beyond me. That's like bare people, minimum. And we know people like Heather, if you guys don't know, Heather's an actress and she works in the industry. Like there's a lot of people that we know personally who have to work crazy job just to live a living and we live in california so like let's mm. be real california is even more expensive but i had a, stupid. I had a look at the details about health insurance and how this all works out so heather tell people more about like what's going on because this is like crazy to me like for, it's forget it's me not forget me not be able to watch my shows in the next couple of months like that's fine it's the people that you're seeing people not able to have the same rights like twenty six thousand is supposed to be a, a life livelihood for people like it's i mean it's it's there's like such this image that everybody has when it comes to like working in hollywood working on movies and tvs and all this kind of stuff but like majority of the creative fields like you get screwed out of your own work a lot of times and it's hard um you're right you know you have to make a minimum of $26,000 a year um you know acting or or at least in the in the actors union I'm in the actors union so um I will be striking um yeah. or participating in, in picketing and all that kind of stuff but um yeah I mean you have to make $26,000 um in a year for this and I'm gonna paint this picture because I don't think a lot of they're like twenty six thousand dollars. It's like not that big of a deal. It is that big of a deal when you yourself are not in charge of like actually how many times you can get hired in a year. Yeah. Um, the middle class actor is somebody who probably has a part time job or has another job. They work at home or whatever, and they act like acting is their their you know passion. It's what they want to do, and they're striving to do more and um do bigger projects so on and so forth get their name out there 
But the thing is, is like, if you are a part of the SAG after union, you are required to get paid a thousand dollars a day. And, and th- most of the middle-class actors are what we call day players, meaning you only get hired for a day. That's it. And you do get, you know, a thousand dollars, which is great. But here's the thing is like, if you have to make a minimum of $26,000 in order to qualify for benefits, healthcare and pension and all that stuff, that means that you have to get hired 26 different times in one year. And I'm telling you right now, the average person maybe gets a handful. Yeah. Maybe gets two handfuls if they're lucky. Um, that's your middle class actor. Um, and it's not because they're bad or they're, you know, whatever. It's just like, that's just the industry. You know, sometimes you fit somebody's vision. Sometimes you don't. That's why they tell you, like, I always tell people too. I'm like, if you want to be a freaking actor, like, make sure you're in it for the right reasons that like, this is your passion and you love it. And you can't imagine yourself doing anything else because it is hard. Like there's a lot of sacrifice. You definitely spend way more money that you make, um, especially initially. And there's no sometimes it's just so subjective. Like sometimes you just don't fit somebody's vision and you just don't. So it's like you have no control over any of that. Um, So it's that. It's also the residuals. You're not getting any residuals um, or barely any. And that goes for the writers and the actors, especially with these streaming services. You know, the streaming services are sitting here telling people that they can't keep track of how many times something gets viewed and it's bullshit everyone else they can't on that part if you ever look at like you know top like the top shows like like, oh number one in this country whatever number one here they track that shit like they know when things are tracked like how do you know it's number one for the week or spotlight if you're not tracking it you're just guessing exactly well because the thing is is they don't want to send out residuals so it's like what what for people who are not in the industry at all let me just like paint this picture for you before streaming services we all just watch stuff on tv right cable network was our main source of entertainment yeah. so shows like friends seinfeld cheers csi all new yorker yeah. law and order like all of those shows that have been around for a long time um or are still continue to be around mm-hmm. um those are all cable network shows And what happens is like Friends, for instance, when it ends, it goes into syndication, which means like other networks can buy up seasons or episodes or whatever to fill time slots in their programming. Um, And then every single time an episode gets aired, those people that worked on the episode get a portion of um, get get a month, get some money from it. So, you know, that's why like Jennifer Aniston, like doesn't really have to trip that much because not only was she paid really well as an actress on the, on, you know, the filming of friends, but she gets fatty residual checks. But also have you guys not noticed the reason why you see like the Seinfeld and the friends and law order on different, different streaming networks, like different like cable shows, like, for instance, Friends was on NBC. You see that shit on TBS all the time. Mm. Nick at Night, all these different. Well, that's yeah. right because they they buy those shows to fill yeah, their program. Yeah, and then you think about that. Like, I know a lot of actors. Like when they do contract negotiations, they actually do contracts saying, "I want higher residuals." Like I know a lot of actors. I know the Friends cast. I've been reading this years ago that they all band together to make sure they all got paid equally and like residuals. I know Modern Family. When it was time to do new, new contracts, everyone stood together. Even Ed O'Neill, who is, you know, of course, if you know him from Married with Children, he was getting paid well, but he stayed with them 
with his cast and crew to make sure they all got paid equally. And that tells you a lot because even though they get paid dumbass money, it's the residuals that keep you going. Like, I'm sorry, like Seinfeld's mm-hmm. cast, they're all paid extremely effing well. And the thing is, you've seen like, girl, my girl, Julie, Julie Lewis-Dreyfus, my girl from Beep, Selena Meyer herself, Elaine, mm-hmm. she's getting paid because of the show. Like, but that doesn't mean that's for every actor and every actress. No, it, that is the minority. That's not the majority and that's, by any especially means. Back, especially with, like you said, like cable network shows, that was a different ball game now. A lot of shows are on syndication. Like, and you wonder like, what happens like it's crazy to me it's just crazy like people do not understand that and a lot of actors don't peak until they're in their 40s depending on who like the time period like well a lot of times too it's like you're in it's there's nothing like overnight about this like people are doing it for a decade two decades three decades it's something that you stick with because that you love it and again that's why i always say i'm like really make sure that you love it and you're in it for the right reasons because if you're in it for the fame and fortune uh (laughs) you're funny because it may (laughs) not ever come um and it may come but it may take like 40 years yeah so just you know throwing that out there but the thing is too it's like you have to realize that when streaming services came in to the business and now that is our mainstream of entertainment right there is going to streaming services that we as actors and writers and all that kind of stuff we were still operating off of contracts that were built and designed during the cable network era of when people were were all in the in the words of fran dresser my girl um, you know our, our, our sag president you know gotta love the nanny over love here her. you know we were they were all a part of the gravy train yes. everybody was making money because here's the thing it's like you a lot of times in the creative world especially in hollywood you live project to project and yes. what got you through were the residuals yes and now that you don't have residuals or you get barely any like you know orange is the new black you know, they, they got $26, even though Orange is, Orange is the New Black was a huge Critically acclaimed. Hit. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Made, made Netflix on the map. Like, I remember watching. I didn't put believe, it on the map. I remember watching that. I was like, oh, this is a really good show. It's on Netflix. Because you couldn't get that on, like, NBC or anything like that. Or HBO. So it's crazy to me how, how it works. And I mm-hmm. think also like the idea that they think AI can write these scripts. I'm sorry. Like I read this really cool sign a couple of weeks ago and it says AI does not have childhood trauma to write these shows. And it's true. Like Facts. the shows that you watch, it's writers putting themselves out there in a different character, but it's usually like our own trauma, our own experiences. So AI can't do that. Like they, if you type in, look up this paper you know when I do my school work mm-hmm, sometimes like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they always say we don't have personal experience I can't assist you exactly and then like the AI if you ever watched the episode of Black Mirror that just came out on is like uh episode that is that's but that is like real yeah like how they have like Sam Hayek's character being an AI they're using her likeness and that's very fucking creepy and it was such a really without her permission she didn't even know yeah but that's what is on the table right now like that exact Black Mirror episode is kind of what's happening right now and it will happen if like things don't change because here's the thing it's like you know especially when you want to do background act actors so Mm -hmm. background extras actors for anybody who doesn't know if you watch a TV show or a par- um, you know, and there's like a party scene or a store yeah. scene or whatever, and there's like a crowd, those people in the background are paid yes, actors. They are. Um, so that it's not just happenstance, they are there. And 
to become a part of the union, I believe you have to be a part of, you have to get booked as a background extra on three different union projects in order Mm. to start qualifying. There's several different ways to get into the union. That's one of them. And that's one of the most common ways to do it. Um, What the, you or what uh, is being discussed right now, as far as AI goes, is the fact that they want to take background um, extra people. Mm -hmm. They want to body scan them. And they want to keep it in their database to use in, perpetu- in perpetuity, meaning that oh, they wow. can use it whenever and wherever the studio wants and not even let the person know and not compensate them. They will only be compensated for the one day that they went in to get their body scanned. Um, and that's wrong. Obviously, that's way wrong because as a background extra, you can make anywhere from 175 to like maybe 250, 300 a day, depending um, and just think about it. I mean, I know studio or the studios are just like bottom dollar, bottom line, you know, think about it. Like if there's all these, you know, euphoria, euphoria scenes where all these background extras are in and the, and the high schools and the parties and all this kind of stuff that can add up, you know, especially if you're paying like say $200 okay. for a day for like, you know, 25 extras or something like that. And then that's only one day and you're shooting over two or three months or something like that. So it's like, yeah, it can definitely add up. But at the same time too, it's like, you're taking away people's like opportunity to get into the union. Like one of the most common ways you're taking away people's like rights to their own likeness and face. Like you're not even going to compensate them. Like I could be, for instance, if I was a background extra and I got scanned for one day and I was paid like say 200 bucks, that's it. Because you know that they're not paying them very much. Um, and then like freaking three years later, like what if I've changed? What if my career's changed? But I'm still like my likeness and all of that is still being used in like different shows as background oh. extras. Um, and I'm not even aware of it. And no. I'm not getting compensated from it. That's like I think of the word clones. Everyone knows I hate the I can't clones and I it makes me nervous, it scares me. So like that's just crazy. But hopefully there's some conversations happening by the time we have our next episode. Because this is getting out of hand. Like this is just causing more. It's it's just causing more, more issues. The industry is definitely like LA is losing. I think I read like thirty million dollars a day. Yeah. Um, the industry. Basically, there's been a lot of people who are just like you know. This industry will collapse if. Mm-hmm you know, things aren't reached here. Like discussions are, aren't reached and, and negotiations aren't reached. It, um, it, yeah. Like people, soon. Don't, people don't go to red carpets, like the Hunted Mansion. Well, I don't know what's going to happen to the Emmys because the actors can't out. show up. Yeah. Like the Hunted Mansion. That's next week. Yeah. The Hunted Mansion, the Disney movie that comes out, I guess like in two weeks, the red carpet was yesterday. No one showed up. All the actors, like there was like influencers there, but like, there's no actors. Like, and it's but even as an influencer i'm like please don't no because you can't like just it. please don't please stand with us and, and because you are the whole factor of not going to these things is so that public there is no publicity yeah so hopefully by the time we talk next time there's some movement in the right direction but it's good to understand that it's more than just like making the richer richer is actually taking care of everyone as individuals who are part of this industry mm-hmm. and it's affecting not just the actors and writers but it's affecting the consumers like we can't watch our shows because of the fuckery that is going on because people are not paying people equally in to live a living life like to live a living to, wage to, to live to have to have a living wage it, it, we don't have that yeah right even now. with we don't. teachers and all these people who have like 
who do so much and they don't get paid a lot we all need to actually fix that in all occupations like i yeah i mean i'm surprised the teachers haven't went on strike again they probably will like i just i think in all general like everyone deserves to live a living wage so like have one so teachers students anyone should be able to have a higher living wage because this is inflation things are not changing so yes yeah, not- support support those people support your your favorite actors and and writers of the shows um they need it you know Just, big corporate companies yeah. are trying to screw us yeah so the ceos of these big corporate corporate companies give back to just everyone not just just yourself like it's right if it wasn't for certain things you wouldn't be in the position you are now at corporate companies like you can't be the ceo of xyz um film industry i mean like girl don't even get me started on these ceos of these freaking stream platforms i'll be here for another hour yes Um. but that was it today (laughs) so thank you for watching episode six of the hangover we will be in the threads next week yes and definitely check us out in the threads you can hear us on all podcast streaming platforms you can definitely check us out on our youtube channel so she slays we will see y'all next week bye